This is how we all came into the world. This is the Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary and recaps. And there has been some rich-ass segments this week, and we haven't even entered the mystical realm of NXT UK yet. I am your semi-basic host, Liz. I'm Joseph. And yeah, there was like a lot of uh, segments and matches this week, especially from AEW, surprisingly. Yeah. A lot of character stuff in WWE. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was a impact as well. There's a couple of things. But, um, yeah, we can start with SmackDown because that was, I don't know, what I was anticipating most. We were trying to, like, see what predictions were going to be correct uh, as far as Bailey's reason for beating up Sasha last week. I was right. You were right. <laughs> Basically, she was just saying that she used Sasha first. Like, she spoke truth. <laughs> and basically saying that she turned on Sasha before Sasha could turn on her because she knows her so well that she knew that eventually it was going to happen. I don't know. It was a really good, like, it was good work from Bailey. Yeah, I missed the beginning part, so I didn't realize she was on a chair like the Eddie Guerrero promo. So, okay, what... That was a nice touch. What is that one from with Eddie sitting on the chair in the middle of the ring? Because that's what Bailey did. Eddie turned on Ray. Uh, just on some weekly SmackDown segment, beat the hell out of him, and came out the next day. He said that same line, too, where she said, you think I like doing this? But he was said that he didn't want to do it. Oh. Ray made him do it, where Bailey swerved and said that she loved doing it. <laughs> hey, ever since Sasha put that chair in Bailey's hands... Like, she should have known this was going to happen. Yeah. It started with the chair. she's done it herself. She knows how good it feels to turn on somebody. Sasha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she... They all did it to Bailey on NXT. Yeah, like, (laughs) she should have known. They just thought they were... They are playing her like they were playing her in NXT. And she's like, not this time. Um, I know everybody was bringing up the little callbacks of Sasha, like, staring at Bailey's title and... Um, wearing it around. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. We're supposed to hear from Sasha this week because she's going to be on SmackDown. She was already in the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah, so she, we don't need to see more of her this week. <laughs> I saw she was trending on Twitter. And uh, yeah, I was like, holy crap. I was thinking, though, that she should come out because, of, you know, like off of this trailer. And not like really have hard feelings against Bailey because like she's gonna be a star anyway. Like it's okay. She has all this stuff going for her. She's not too upset about what Bailey did. And then that can further the feud because then nah. Bailey can like get jealous of Sasha's all success. <laughs> she's the boss. She has to be upset about it. You think so? She doesn't, then I'll be very upset. I think and she's... I will be glad that I've taken Bailey's side on it. I think she's gonna be pretty sad about it. Be like, I was never going to do that to you, Bailey. I think she'd be full of shit if she said that. Everybody <laughs> would know she's full of shit. And Corey Graves Corey will, tell will call it out. Will be the first person to tell everybody she's full of shit. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see what she what her response is. Um, but for that night, they had a fatal four-way to decide who's going to face Bailey at Clash of Champions for the title. And it was as lackluster as you'd think it to be. Lacey versus Tamina versus Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss. 
I will say, though, the Alexa Bliss part of this match, um, which wasn't even her wrestling, <laughs> was the most, like, interesting part of the segment. Uh, disagree. Um, as much as I don't want to see Tamina and Lacey around, it was pretty interesting. Other than the parts where it was just Tamina and Lacey, because those parts were awful. There was a part, yeah, like, there was a... Okay, so... Yes, the Alexa was the most important part. Alexa and Nikki both teamed up against uh, Lacey and Tamina at one point. Which just goes to show SmackDown needs more talent. Well, we're going to get some talent in the form of probably Carmella. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll talk about that later. Um, But yeah, so like they, they teamed up for a little bit, but then, I don't know, Alexa kind of went into some sort of trance. After she slid out of the ring to hit Tamina and Lacey. And you could tell, like, Nikki was looking at her like, what are you doing? Because she was just kind of walking around the side of the ring. And then Nikki cross-bodied them. And when she got up, Alexa caught her and uh, did Sister Abigail on her. Yeah. And then so, left. So that uh, Sister Abigail, I don't know, if you don't follow any men's wrestling, <laughs> is Bray Wyatt's move, uh, who Alexa... Interacted with with the fiend, so they're saying like anytime anybody like is with him or gets that mandible claw, Just like they change. The fiend, yeah, yeah, they change it. And so Alexa just left the match in the middle of it. She just walked, walked out, out the ramp. Yeah, <laughs> just looking aimlessly. More dreads in her hair too, in her mm-hmm. ponytails. So those have been showing up more and more. <laughs> um. Nikki Cross won this match. Uh, Yeah, like, there's really not too much to analyze in this match because it was all very, again, very predictable. Um, The work between Lacey and Tamina by themselves was very slow. And boring. There was, like, a point where she had done that same stupid handstand, like, Bronco Buster thing. It's like, you just did this less than five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, do you really have that shallow of a moveset? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, we know that she does, but for real, like, you should feel bad that you have that shallow of a move set that you have to do this same move again in this, like, 10-minute match. Hey, she is a busy mother. <laughs> so then stop worrying about your social media. Like, take a job. Either do social media or do wrestling. Don't nigh this. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll talk about that one a little bit later, too. But, yeah, so... Nikki is really good at winning with roll-ups because that's how she won this match. She can't take down Tamina and Lacey. Um, and what were we saying? It'd be pretty funny if uh, Lacey had to really job out to Alexa Bliss. But that didn't happen because Alexa <laughs> left in the middle of the match. Because um, Alexa throws her, like, feisty slaps. Are they any match for the women's right? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Not me. So there we have it. It's Nikki Cross versus Bailey at Clash of Champions. I. Oh, hold on. I have to bring up the part that made me really laugh was when Bailey was leaving after she did her promo. She's walking out with her chair and the, the fatal four way was going to start. And Nikki Cross is walking down the ramp like, yeah, I'm going to get you, Bailey. I'll see you. And then Bailey just like kept on walking. And I and I even said I was like, man, she should have hit her with the chair. I was thinking the same thing. And she totally turned around and, and beat her up with the it. chair. <laughs> uh, classic. What were you gonna say? Like I wanna, 
I don't. I mean, I'm happy that Nikki's getting a push. Like if now it's kind of doing her own thing, but it just doesn't make any sense. Like I read something with her later, and I'm not sure how true it is, where she was saying, "Oh, now I'm gonna go win this belt to to save Lexi." Like, how the hell is this gonna save Alexa from like the fiend? Oh, I want a belt, and now like the curse is broken. Like this is I was isn't gonna Disney. say maybe the fiend. Did curse the women's belt at some point? Oh I don't know. Maybe I don't know. There's like, uh, I don't know Harry so, Potter well enough to like draw the comparison. Like the actual story that they're doing is just so dumb, and it pisses me off because it takes away from my appreciation of Nikki finally getting like a big push and getting a run. And they also screwed it up because they already did this months ago. If she hadn't fought Bailey before, I'd actually be stoked about it going into this because but Bailey she's could already, lose that. Yeah. Sasha could get involved, like going to it this way, but she already fought her before. We already know that Nikki's not a match for Bailey. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> or I mean, I guess like it could develop Nikki's brand new character the same way that it did for Bailey. I don't know. I Just, yeah, like I'm not too ex- I'm not too excited about Nikki's the character of Nikki right now fighting for the title and possibly being champ. Like Yeah, because there's no reason. There's for really it. no build up. The whole story is around Sasha and Bailey. So this match, I don't unless like she actually does take the title, then who knows what happens from there. But yeah, there's just not a lot of build up around this. It's just like, okay, who gets to face Bailey next? Knowing the writers right now, she would break the curse and then the fiend would be gone forever. We <laughs> would never see the fiend again. Like, for <laughs> fucking real, you're just gonna ruin, like, end one of your best characters of all time because Nikki Cross won a belt? Well, one, we don't know that's gonna happen, but I, I do put think. It past these writers. Is I all do I'm think saying. that they put themselves in, they wrote themselves in into a corner with this whole women's uh the whole women's division like they just haven't given them really any direction or like true purpose because yeah the whole focus has been on Sasha and Bailey running the company cuz they need more talent cuz nobody else has like stepped up in smackdown how many times have they gave how many times over the summer did they give Tamina and Dana Brooke and and Lacey, Lacey and, Naomi, and Naomi and, and all and yeah. Nikki and Lexa, all these people has chance to step up and none of them have done it except for Alexa. She was, but like she's in kind of a weird part in her storyline where she can't be used as much as she as, needs like to for be. the focus of as the, much as they need her to of be. the women's yeah. And I guess that is kind of like that's kind of good because like it just shows Alexa's your like reliable character. Um, so you get to do cool stuff like this, but then (laughs) again, that's yeah. Taking from the women's roster that you currently have and leaving them with that. They really just need to get rid of everybody and bring up NXT women. Like that just needs to happen. Oh, and they they already got rid of Mandy Rose. She got traded to raw trade Mandy Rose. So it's possible somebody else is coming back. Also like, did they trade Mandy Rose for another woman? Or did they get another male talent? They have to. It has to have been another woman. That male talent, that male roster with all the people they're trying to use, even though there's some that they shouldn't, definitely shouldn't be, it's pretty is stacked. way too stacked. It has yeah. to be another female. Well, who could it be? Bianca. Bianca? Maybe. Um, well, Carmella 
they're trying to like make it a secret, but we all know it's Carmella. Um, no, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> uh, Somebody even pulled up a screenshot of like her tattoo oh, yeah. from somewhere. They put they left her tattoo in the promo. <laughs> like, uh, I guess they're just gonna get a richer version of Carmella. No, Carmella's back and she's hot this time, guys. As opposed to the last time when she wasn't hot, like no, no, my <laughs> my bet is because no, this is her gimmick now. <laughs> she lives in Connecticut with Corey Graves, I think, because I know he's from there, or like he lived there because of his kids or something. So she, because like in the promo, she's wearing like this diamondy looking dress and a fur coat. So she's probably just like, I live in Connecticut now. And this is my new lifestyle. Is that a Staten Island thing? Oh, Could I don't know. Be going back yeah, because she's from Staten, Staten Island. Island. Persona. Well, she's always been the princess of Staten Island. Maybe she's the queen of Staten Island. You know what's funny is she never has a Staten Island accent. Nope. <laughs> Did she in NXT? I don't. I don't know. You know, I'm gonna look this up. Hold on. Yes, she did have an accent. I do mine right now, but I haven't warmed up enough for it, and I haven't seen Mob Wives in a while, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think I could get it like down-packed, but usually it's really good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Carmella might be coming back. Might be. <laughs> I'm trying to keep, like, the mystery <laughs> surrounding it uh, going, but, yeah. I'm, what, who knows what week, though? Supposedly, um, Revolution is only a Retribution. raw thing now, so I'm hoping someone gets traded for Mandy. Because there's at least two women in Revolution. Retribution. Um, like someone from... Oh, you're, you're saying like just another woman from Raw to come yeah, over. Yeah, I hope okay, somebody I from Raw comes over to SmackDown because they could definitely use the talent. And they're certainly not going to get used on Raw now that they're Retribution is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They can't afford Revolution. to have them on both shows right now because it eats up so much of, of the time. Man, between that and, like, WWE Underground, like, Raw is a, is a mess. mess. <laughs> um, yeah, so on Raw, <laughs> Lana and Natty face the Riot Squad. Um, Lana has a new quarter now that her husband's not there anymore. Oh, she was okay. So, I don't know, was this before or after she was hanging backstage? This is after, after the match, way after. Let's talk about the no, match no. real quick. The match happened way after. Oh, Lana hanging Lana out backstage. Part, yeah. Lana was hanging out backstage with Angel Garza, <laughs> uh, and she was just like venting to him about how it's not fair that Mickey James has a match against Asuka. It should be Natalia. <laughs> Man, she goes hard for Natty. Like, she knows, because she says, she's like, did you know she's the most winningest woman in this? <laughs> of all times. Of all time. Oh, no, she called her the boat, the best of all times. <laughs> the best of all times. <laughs> oh, I love Lana. Uh, but after that, Zelina came over, and she basically, like, was yelling at Angel Garza for like being distracted and like flirting with more women, and this is basically like setting up uh, setting up for her 
like singles run because she is not going to be managing them anymore. She's done. She's done with their bull crap. What was after they start fighting after she starts yelling at him? Yeah. So um, we see Zelina later. But yeah, I wanted to talk about the Lana Natty versus Riot Squad because it was such a short, short match. I think I found the whole thing online. It was like three minutes. Honestly, that's all it needed to be. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm notoriously low on the Riot Squad, though, so take that for what it's worth. I could never see them wrestle again, and, like, it honestly wouldn't affect me. And that's not to say that they're bad. I just don't care to watch them wrestle. For the three minutes that this match went on for, um, everybody just looked really good, and the finish was simple. It was Liv doing her her setup, and then Ruby did her right kick on uh, Lana, and she was pinned. So that was the end of that. But um, the uh, extra tidbit was that Naya, Naya, Jax, yes, and Shayna were on commentary. Didn't really add anything to it. I mean, they were just there because after the match, they went and attacked Lana and Natalia and put Lana through a table. She broke it, though. Everybody was. Everybody be this. breaking their tables after like that Rhea Ripley match. Everybody on the internet was saying it was because of her husband being in AEW now. That's stupid. That is so stupid. So stupid about wrestling, but it was. I just thought it was funny. Like all these places, why you have to ask if it's because of him showing up at AEW? Like, no, you don't, because this is still all professional stupid. (laughs) And if anything, Lana was probably like, yes. Put me through a table. If you're gonna feature me, I'll be in. Like, I will promos. go through. Yes, put me through a table. Like, this is the most that we've seen, Lana. It'll help build the heat for when they run through the riot squad, and then we get to like face them for the tag team match. Like, yes, because this There's is where totally it's going. Reasons to do this. Yes, like, oh, by the way, Lana Natty no. had their matching gear. They got a raise or something. Like Lana definitely got a raise, or Natty's like fronting for these for this gear, and we all know that she has more money because she's the most winningest woman of all times. She's the best of all times. Um, <laughs> but like they're looking cohesive. Riot Squad is looking a team too. So we're getting a little bit more build up for the tag team division. So yeah, for anybody to say that like they're taking out this table spot on Lana, like you know she probably begged for it. No, everything in WWE, everything WWE does has to be framed through AEW now. Elizabeth. I know, I forget. Because <laughs> they're a multi-billion dollar company that everything in the professional wrestling industry revolves around. Yeah, I, I forget. used up talent. That... <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the Asuka and Mickey James match. Um, really, really good match. Really weird finish. And it could be because Mickey got hurt least. during it. Yeah. Um, it ended very abruptly. Mickey had rolled her. Yeah, she had Asuka in a submission hold, didn't she? No, um, Asuka had Mickey in the submission yeah. hold, but she was able to roll out of it. And then she went, like, she was back in the submission hold, and the ref just stopped and said that like Mickey couldn't continue. Pinned. It did. And then it looked like the ref just stopped it. Even her face, she kind of looked like, what, the hell? what was that? And um, I don't know. 
There's rumors that Mickey hurt herself, but I don't think I could really see any point in the match where that happened. Yeah, me neither. The but like the match itself was really cool because like what the reason why I like Mickey's style is that she's like go 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 go. She doesn't do the whole couple hits here. Like she doesn't really do a build up where she's like, all right, let's get set up for this. It's just, yeah, it's just all action. I feel like, and that's funny because like she's one of the older ladies there. Well, that's probably the way they did it more then. Did they really? I think so. I know. I kind of want to go with back some and of do the ones that were like with like her and Trish and her and Lita, like. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, well, she I think, was there from then. That's why they call her the Trailblazer. I think there is like a highlight collection of her available now, so I might want to go through that. But yeah, but her she, style's just cool. And she came from like actually wrestling training. She wasn't like these recruits that were all supermodels. Like yeah, that all got pulled into being wrestling, being wrestlers for like that edge like era. <laughs> Well, yeah, she was, like, when she was with Trish and Lita, that was pre-Divas. After that weird finish, like, is when Zelina came out and was on the mic talking about how she's she's ready for Asuka, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Which I don't think we were really expecting that, but, like, (laughs) very pleasantly uh, welcomed this. Yes. Selena transition. Yeah, well, <laughs> I really want to see if she'll get new gear, because like whatever she's been wearing ringside has been on like a whole she other has level. To wear other gear. There's no way she can wear that stuff. No, I'm saying I bet you her ring gear is going to be upgraded, considering what she's been wearing just ringside. I know. I'm saying she can't <laughs> wear the stuff she's been wearing ringside. Obviously not. To, like <laughs> yesterday, she was just, or Monday, she was just wearing a chest plate. Yeah. <laughs> That was like super glued to her or something. Yeah. She looked good. I'm just saying like. (laughs) You can't wrestle in that. I just saying if she's like stepping it up this way, I would, I can't wait to see what she comes out in. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad to see that she's, or at least I hope that it's going to be a continuing trend. So we finally got Lana off management duty. We got Zelina off management duty. So. Let's get Billy Kay on management, dude. No. <laughs> she can sell the way she does now and still be vocal on the mic, and then Peyton gets to wrestle more. You're saying, like, have Billy Valley yeah. Peyton? Yeah. Mm. I'm not saying she needs to manage a dude. Fuck that. That would make sense, but, yeah, I wonder she if they're going to cool let... velvet suit. I wonder if they're going to let uh, Billy actually wrestle. Curious. We'll see. I mean, she can still wrestle occasionally. Well, we didn't see anything from Billy and Peyton this week, did we? No. So we don't really know yet what's going to happen with them. Um, man, I, and we didn't. We haven't seen anything of Biff and Duke. I was hoping we'd get to see more of um, Biff as Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to be on the back burner for at least a couple of weeks while Maya and Shayna have these belts. She really has to just wrestle in that awful skirt all the time. Like, <laughs> otherwise, I'm bored again. Um, well, on NXT, Shotzi Blackheart versus Io Shirai. Um, was this for the title? I don't know. This, I still it? don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. Io won anyway. Yeah. With her, gonna... with her scary ass moonsault. 
The whole episode was downhill from there. There's no way that they should have kicked off the match. Yeah. They kicked off the episode. Man, Shotzi was beat up. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it was a good Shotzi match, too. Yeah, yeah. She never looks like that. No, she was she wasn't ready for EO. I think she was she's probably like in she over her head. Ready for EO to throw that shittiest moonsault she's ever thrown at her. Her moonsaults are getting worse and worse. Yeah. Say what you will about Charlotte. When she's champion, her moonsaults don't miss. EO has not hit one since she's been a champion. I'm gonna have to go back through all Charlotte moonsaults just to make sure that claim holds up. But um <laughs> no that even if you find evidence. <laughs> That moonsault, while not as scary as Lita's moonsault at the Royal Rumble, um, this one wasn't that bad. She shinned her right in the ribs. Yeah. That could have been really bad for Io, though, because she didn't land far enough into the ring. Yes, she did, because no, she, Shotzi was super far into the ring. Well, she didn't set up Shotzi correctly, is what I'm saying. Like, she Yeah, so Io had enough room her. to, like... Get far enough into the ring where she wasn't really going to get hurt. She just didn't launch off enough, basically. And she could have, like, landed on her face at that point. Yeah. It, the match was really good, though. And it was really funny to see Wade Barrett's reaction to his first Shotzi match. Because that was everybody's reaction to their first Shotzi match. What was he saying? He was like, oh, Shotzi put on, like, a like a notable performance, even in a loss. It's like, uh... That was a Shotzi match, dude. Like <laughs> that's just what happens. Welcome to when watching Shotzi wrestle. Right. Oh, poor Wade. It's his first week. <laughs> no, it's his third week, but it's his first Shotzi match. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. it's really like just cool to see. Oh, that's cute. I remember my first Shotzi match. <laughs> um, he mentioned that she was weird too, huh? Like, yeah, oh, she might like be that. weird, if but you like, can look past the weirdness. Like she's got a lot of skill um, or some shit like that. First of all. What like how does she look weird? Because her hair is green. You're English. You know about punk rock more than anybody. Yeah, you Gummy. should know. Uh, it's because he was a fancy king who doesn't know anything about. He was punk a fancy rock. boy. <laughs> he wore a crown. I don't know. I never watched any of Wade Barrett's wrestling. I like him on the. I like him on commentary. They are lucky that he is as good as he is, considering I, who they lost. I didn't know. I don't know about Wade Barrett. I just know that he dated Alicia Fox. And that was on Total Divas. No, at some point he came out with a crown and was King Barrett or some crap like that. Is so that, maybe he was King of the Ring at some point. Well, he's announcing now and he was way taken aback by Shotzi. Yeah. <laughs> so was he like, I really don't pay attention to a lot of the commentators. So was he like excited about seeing yeah. her? Okay, he, he was, was into just it. like going off about how good she was. He was did. like, wow. He's like that guy that was talking about Roche Chanel on AEW. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, EO, EO won the match. Uh, Shotzi looked like crap. And that was... Like, she got beat up. She didn't look like crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm saying because she had, like, stuff smeared all over her face, like, could have yeah. been blood. <laughs> she got German suplex onto the onto the apron. apron. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It was a. It was. I want to see more of, of this. <laughs> I just want to see a week for probably all the shows. To be honest, I'm gonna disagree and say Bailey's promo was. <laughs> oh yeah. And after she hit Nikki with a chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Um. It was the highlight match of the week. Got it. Kate. It was the match of the week, I guess, is the way to say that. <laughs> match of the week. 
Caden and Casey uh, wrestled against Zia Lee and Jesse Kamea. She's tall. We've talked about her before. Yeah. She's. This match itself was. Um, it was fun. It, it was, was a cool. showcase for the other two. I was going to say it was cool as far as like Caden and Casey uh, go. Cause I like the way that they wrestle. Like, they're like their tag. Getting into a groove as a tag and it looks really cool. They remind me a lot of like the rockers when they look together. They take a lot of risks too. Yeah. So like Caden is definitely like the strong style wrestler while Casey gets to do all the cool high flyer stuff. Yeah. Well, she's also like the one running around. Like Caden will beat them in the ring while Kaden, like Casey's running around and she's like Spider-Man in Endgame jumping through <laughs> yeah. freaking time vortexes. Like, where, <laughs> where am I getting hit from? Because, yeah, they, they just look really good together and just like seeing them at the end. That finish was cool. Yeah, like the way they they move together now after a, a couple matches. Yeah, I, I really like their flow together. I hope they get a chance at the bouts at some point. Oh. They they would have to like there's Not no that other tag ever teams. Get yeah, them, but I hope they at least get a shot to see them like yeah featured because they deserve it for sure. Especially against like other established tag teams, like for however you want to define that at this yeah. point in WWE. Um, and this but, is a cool way to get Casey more like reps, get her more time under her belt, like on TV in the ring. What they also need to do is like do cross promotion with her on American Ninja Warrior because that just started up again. They need to not worry about that with her. They no, need I'm to say- just focus on her like getting. I'm saying that's probably why she'll. They'll probably be <laughs> featured at this point if they were smart. <laughs> um, yeah, for money wise, well, no, like money wise, yes, that's what they should do. I just hope they don't because they do care about money. Because I think it would mess up, like, any momentum that she's been getting um, since coming back from injury. Let's talk about what happened after the match. Um, Kaden and Casey went to go be good sports and fist bump um, Jesse and Zaya. Zaya was having none of it. She's done. She's done being used and abused. She's just frustrated. She's not good enough. She can't, like cross that threshold right now through no fault of her own really she could turn heel i'd be cool with this yeah because i could probably but who else in up. nxt is a heel at, like right now everybody is a heel no except for tegan oh there's a tegan promo there is one heel in nxt who candace mercedes is gone we didn't talk about on Raw. She's gone. Yeah. Oh, Revelation do you th- had their was promo that number. was that cage match her last match? Yes. Oh, so we're pretty sure that's Mercedes as one of the Retribution members in the hoodie. Ninety nine percent. Like okay, you those can't eyes. you can't deny Mia Yim's eyes for yeah. sure. Like those like smoldering, like those are the, that's Mia. Yeah. If they were trying to keep this a secret, they screwed up. That was bad. Her face yeah. There. <laughs> um, Mercedes. Put goggles or something. Right. On them, like. <laughs> or sunglasses. <laughs> uh, Mercedes. I did have to look a little bit closer, and yeah, like same eyebrows. So totally Mercedes. Pretty sure it's Mercedes. She got fired from the Robert Stone brand after getting put through that table. She has She's a restraining gone. order. So. She's gone. Is Aaliyah a heel? 
Is Robert Stonebrand a heel? Mm, I guess so. <laughs> like, they kind of got a re-emission. I don't know if they factor into the rest of the women's division. Say the only like real baby faces that we have on NXT is Tegan and Kaden and Casey. And that's about it. Mm. Shotzi's pretty baby face. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I don't know how I forgot about her. Uh, I mean, Indy's kind of wrestling heel. Dakota's a heel. Is Rhea, a heel. is Rhea a heel or is she no. like that badass? Yeah. She's the stone cold face. She's a stupid dumb man. <laughs> no, she's not. Thank God. Oh, man. Like, see, this is how they should have booked Becky. Becky. You lose occasionally because then <laughs> it actually matters when you win, especially when you're small and undersized. If you had booked Rhea... Like Becky, it would make sense because Rhea's fucking huge. She's the Braun Strowman of the women's division. I'm nodding my head in agreement. Oh, my God. Like, that's the person who could run through people all over, over and over again and be believable. Not Becky. I'm sorry. There's a reason that she was getting put through tables by Alexa, like, in the beginning of her career. Because she's not unstoppable. <laughs> I'm going to also go. I'm upset that I didn't get to appreciate the man because of the way they booked her. I'm going to go back and watch the TLC match between, or the tables match between Alexa and Becky. I have the gift on my phone. I can just show it <laughs> you. just you. save it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the best. Um, yeah, so the Tegan promo. There was a Candace one before that, right? Because I yes. missed that. What were they talking about? It was Candace and her husband. They were just complaining that their TV was still broken. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to watch... TV in the guest room, and Johnny was like, there's still spaghetti everywhere. <laughs> that was the funniest part. <laughs> they don't clean their house. They, did, they just didn't bother after that. <laughs> yeah, and since there's COVID, they don't have their maid coming by during you know, I would be- I could believe that because, like, Candace doesn't seem the type of wife to be like, yes, I'm going to cook and clean. Because, like, obviously she can only make spaghetti. Um, well, she also has to go make a living wrestling exactly. like, because was, her loser husband's going to keep losing matches. He's not going to get the winner's purses. That was my next part. Um, and obviously Johnny isn't going to be doing any of the work because we know where what his like what kind of family he came from, the pizza-owning place that probably isn't going to help a woman in the kitchen. <laughs> he ordered a new TV. While they were in the shot, while they were in the promo, and then I think that was about the end of it. And then it actually wasn't that bad. Tegan came out later. Um, okay, so I want to say real quick, Candace and Johnny's video package that they probably had to send in. It looked a lot like better, right? Like clearer. No, not necessarily. I don't know. Tegan looks like she filmed on a potato. Uh, her response to Candace. <laughs> Um. Yeah, there really wasn't much like to what she they was saying. About it the was same just. Quality. I'm sure that they had the same like <laughs> the same loner, potato. <laughs> no, the same loner uh, camera from Full Sail sent to them yeah, by like. A, but I'm saying there's people that can have like the best equipment at hand and still manage to make it look different than you know someone with experience. Yeah. I, uh, it wasn't that much different. <laughs> uh, well, Tegan was basically just saying um, that she's going to become number one contender, not Candace. I'm surprised with how much licensed merchandise they get away with behind their 
like Zoom calls. Like Adam Cole always had a bunch of video game stuff behind him. There was some stuff that was too big and he would hide. But she had all this like oh, she Mar- had the Captain, whole Captain Marvel, Marvel chair. Stuff. Yeah, she had a big Captain Marvel helmet too. I want that chair. I wonder if it's from that same company that like all the wrestlers have yeah. have them from. They're not allowed to have their Twitch streams, so right. would it matter? <laughs> That's how she's getting her sponsorship money money still she's like don't worry i can still totally work the chair i'll I'll even get it on national tv this time Uh, um yeah she's just talking about how she still thinks that johnny's the bad influence on candace and she just wanted her friend back that's all (laughs) see she's not wrong but where that storyline should go then it's Candace and Johnny getting divorced. And I don't know. I know that Johnny loves wrestling, but I don't know that he's willing to get a divorce to see that storyline through to its best conclusion. I mean, why not? If you love someone, you got to set them free, Johnny. The saga continues, but I don't know. Are we ever going to get like a real match from Candace right now? We're getting all these... Uh... Silly little at home with the Garganos. I'm sure at TakeOver, they're going to have another TakeOver on October 4th that her and Candice will have, or her and Tegan will have a fight. Oh, okay. Just wondering, like, all right, where is this going? Like, because this whole buildup I mean, is, it's it's working. Maybe not, though, because <laughs> they do only have, like, four or five matches every TakeOver, and I don't know that that's one that will make the cut, because they're going to have a couple of belt matches, so we'll see. Well, we just need to start seeing some more on the show. Yeah, I'm sure that basically they're going to fight at some point. All right. Well, let's talk about some AEW. We caught Dark, and there was not one, not two, but three women's matches. And not all of them were just tag team ones. (laughs) That was the most surprising thing of the week. Yeah, I laughed at you when I was, like, getting ready to turn off the TV, and you are like, no, 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 there might be another match. (laughs) There can't be another match. And there was. The third one, I was. The third one. I was just being a moment. <laughs> I did not expect it. Um, so Brandy and Red Velvet kicked it off. And that's that that was the other thing I was thinking of was if we're getting the Brandy women's match, this AEW dark, that sucks if that's the only one. But good placement. Um Brandy won this one by submission. And yeah, there was like a Red Velvet is really cool. Minus the name, like, she moves really well. Um, She's, like, super cute. And so she has, like, that, I don't know. She just, like, wrestles, like, with that little feistiness and, like, cutesy girl, like, flair to it. (laughs) I watched this with my glasses off, and it seemed like when you wrestle (laughs) in a video game with the different gear of wrestle the same person with different gear colors. I don't think Red Velvet had a onesie type gear, did she? No, just with different no. gear colors and like different <laughs> gear. Like Mick Foley is mankind, dude, love, and Cactus Jack <laughs> in the same video game. He just changes actual So this is gear. like a different version <laughs> of... It just seemed like it was Brandy versus Brandy. Um, No, because uh, Red Velvet actually like can move and wrestle and take down and Brandy can have, she can spear and she does a pump kick. But like other than that, uh, I'm not going to give that much credit to her in this match. Uh, She did 
she was able to like distract uh, Red Velvet a couple of times because I think she was just asking like who she was, just being like annoying about it. <laughs> um, so that was that. But the Penelope versus Danny Jordan match was. Well, you didn't even talk about like the character building in that. That was the whole point of that match. That was the reason Brandy won. With Anna J coming out. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's I was moving on to that been... so because it was actually a little bit more interesting. Yeah, but, but that's the story that yeah, they've yeah, been yeah. building with Brandy and it's going to end up happening on Dynamite. <laughs> Anna J was outside just watching. Didn't get involved. Unimpressed. The move that Brandy won with was Anna J's move. Ah, okay. Well. <laughs> uh, Penelope Ford versus Danny Jordan. So... Danny Jordan is her whole gimmick is like really spot on. Like it's good. She just isn't enough like charisma and character for it right now. It's lame. She's just a stolen character. Which is fine. No. I think it's fine. <laughs> she I don't. she calls herself the mean girl. She walks Tina around with the burn book. <laughs> and I think it's like, yeah, it's a it's a good concept, but she just Yeah, it was a good concept. That's why they made a whole freaking movie, movie about it. That's why it was like a blockbuster hit yeah, and Tony exactly. nominated musical. Um and shouldn't be made into a sideshow wrestling character that you don't <laughs> you didn't even write the characters for. for. <laughs> well, I just thought it was kind of funny that uh Penelope's boyfriend was hanging out on the side going through the burn book. Like while the whole wrestling match was going on. And I got a closer look at that burn book. It was like a scrapbook where you like have the plastic pieces and you put your papers in. And I remember that I used to have something like that. And I, it was my WWE notebook. And that's where I had all of my cutouts from my magazines of like Edge and Chris Jericho. <laughs> It was all that took me back unexpectedly. I was like, "Oh, that's a memory I forgot about." <laughs> um. Anyway, Penelope is like the one that looked really, really good. This is like the best I've ever seen her, and I don't know if it was because she was up against Danny Jordan, but like her missile drop kick looked pretty like scary. Shotgun drop kick. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Why is it called that? Because. Recoil and then shoot your legs out. Okay, so she did that. That looked like intense. Um, she does her like gut buster move. Um, has she done that better, or like does it always look like that? Yeah, uh, I mean, it still looks pretty like brutal. Yeah, I'm um, the high person on Penelope Ford here. Yeah, huh? I said I'm the high person on Penelope. Yeah, I know. Ford I'm here. asking like, you though. I'm telling you, this is like. The best I've ever seen her. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 she's growing on me. Um, and so she won with her. Especially in this division. Yeah, right. Her Northern Lights suplex is uh, what finished the match. So that was cool. I don't, yeah, I don't think we're going to be seeing Danny Jordan anytime soon on Dynamite. But I think she has potential for sure to like be like this really cool character overall. We'll see. Uh, Rache Chanel and Skylar Moore were tag teaming together against Diamante and Ivelisse. Whoever was on commentary was like obsessed with Rache Chanel. <laughs> like everything about her from her outfits to her, her wrestling style, which was funny. 
Yeah, but she's a good character. I mean, she's like a Orange Cassidy almost kind of a women's division. <laughs> I like her. I like her character overall. I just like and I like the way she the way she moves too. She had like that, I don't know, what do you call it? Like a leg drop or something that she did. She like runs at them. Yeah, uh, kind of like a scent, like kind of like a senton bomb. Yeah, but see, like that's a character that she came up with, and like, yeah, it's been characterized like other places before, but like that's her character. The other one is like you're just stealing this character from him. <laughs> oh, he's still harping on Danny. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why that's a thing and why it's been allowed to perpetuate for this long and also get onto like a TV promotion for it. But I guess it was just YouTube, so. Yeah. She's been on TNT before though, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. I'm not sure. I don't think she's been in that gear though. The first time I've seen her was, she just was carrying around the burn book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, This tag team match was was really cool. Man, Ivelisse is like... Definitely, like star power in this yeah. match. We Even need to though watch the match from Dynamite this week, mm-hmm. we missed she, it, but we need to. Yeah, we'll watch time. it. But like she, she challenged uh, Thunder Rosa for her title, so that's going to happen on TV. But like, it's funny because um, the Amante, as good as she is, like it, it's that's how it's like so crazy that Evelise is. Just like yeah, like that attraction that she has because the amount is amazing too, and like they were talking about how um, like she really is just like a force. She's wrestled men and women. She's not very big, so she has to like be like this strong like takedown type of wrestler. And so that's the kind of match that we got between in this tag one, and the finish was just like probably the coolest part. Um, like yeah, the amount they did the setup and Ivelisse did like. I don't know. What was it? Like some takedown where she flipped. What's her name? Oh, um, Skylar. And when at, when she flipped her, there's on the ground. And then Ivelisse like brought her leg around and kicked her in the face. Yeah, and that, I think that's her finish. It was cool. I don't think I, well, I guess I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> but um, yeah, surprisingly, AEW Dark was, uh, well, the women's matches was like really solid. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess so. The tag match was good. Penelope Ford did really good. Brandy and versus Red Velvet was in the good place I did, that like, it was. <laughs> because I didn't have it with my, I didn't watch it with my glasses. I'm not like. <laughs> Maybe you should go back because Red Velvet actually is. That match. Red Velvet's a star. Uh, I've seen her before and I don't know that I agree with that, but I haven't <laughs> seen her enough, I guess. Um. Well, let's talk about impact really quick and then we can wrap things up. But I just showed you the finish between uh Susie and Kylie Ray versus Diana Prazzo and Kimberly. 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 Yeah. Um so what was cool about this match, um this is the one where I actually do pay attention to the announced people. And they were just like really hyping on uh on Kylie Ray, because they were saying how when she gets going, like she is just like unstoppable. And yeah, we got to see that part of her. And we definitely see like the more serious side of her, which like I think proves your point that her She's whole fake. smiley Kylie thing is all She's a facade. Fake. <laughs> She's the biggest villain in the in women's wrestling. 
all of women's wrestling. And this is her, like, next to uh, Susie, a.k.a. Sue Young. <laughs> so, um, man, I thought Susie, though, was, like, not just the finish, but just in general was, like, the highlight because... She, yeah, her whole style when she's Susie, you know, she's like, oh, like, I'll tag in. Sure, why not? But she's still, like, super strong. And, like, she was just taking down the women like nothing. Um, but it was at the end she did something called an arach arachnurana. So, okay, let's see if I can explain this correctly. Kimberly was up on the top rope and Susie climbed she put her hands like on the middle rope and walked up uh, Kimber to get her legs around her neck. And then she flipped her over. Uh, so she flipped over Kimber. Then she picked her up and started spinning her in circles and did like, um, I think it's called jackknife. But her it's actually Sue Young's finisher, which is called the panic switch. Mm. So she and Arachnarana is also a Sue Young move. And at the end of it, you know, Susie got the pin. She started like wigging out. And like the commentators were a little like obvious about it, but they're like, oh my God. Cause like throughout the match, they're saying, oh, that's a move by Sue Young, another Sue Young move. And then they're like, wait, are we seeing her transition into Sue Young right before our eyes? <laughs> like, instead of just like letting it play out, like, oh, what, that's what's going you're on supposed here? To do in wrestling commentary. It was just so cheese balls. Like, obviously, we know what's happening. Like, <laughs> did you see Impact two weeks ago when like, 50 people teleported into the ring. <laughs> yes. And you're getting upset about this cheesy thing. <laughs> it's the little things. Um, so, yeah, Kylie kind of had to snap Susie out of it before she could get all weird on her. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was that. There was, like, a little segment between Rosemary and Taya, and it's just, like, more wedding planning drama. <laughs> but um, I don't know if we've heard any more news on Kylie Ray versus Deanna because, I mean, she's supposed to be the number one contender. Yeah, I'm sure there's an upcoming pay-per-view or something. They should just bail on it and just go full <laughs> Susie. Nah, you got to put Deanna through Kylie first. Fake-ass Kylie first. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if Kylie wins. I was hoping to see Abaddon on AEW Dark because that seems to be where she lives. She, I think, is going to start getting a push. Jericho was talking about her soon. Finally. I think Jericho finally got around to our podcast where we were talking about him because mm, we know mm -hmm. he listens to ours. And he was like, wait, Abaddon, why does this name sound familiar? He's like, oh, yeah, those idiots, those two <laughs> idiots were talking about her. Uh, but he was saying how, like, her look is actually terrifying but cool and somehow still believable and like all the same shit that we were saying so that's how i know that he was just listening to us welcome new listener chris jericho forget what i said about my scrapbook earlier <laughs> 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 so that that's it um i'm gonna go watch some more mickey james highlights reels and becky going through a table <laughs> And also a few mankind spots. So <laughs> everyone else go watch some more women's wrestling.